Jinyan Kwaila. Happy New Year and welcome to a new episode, an evening episode of Dazed and Confused this Friday, the end of a long week, if you ask me, but it is the Chinese New Year, the Lunar Festival. So thank you very much for joining me this evening, if you have done. But we are going to be here, we're going to be talking about foreign language content, because what better time to talk about it than the new year of the Chinese New Year, the Year of the Ox, and a lot of people say Happy New Year in lots of different ways for Chinese. Xinyan um, Kuaila is how you say Happy New Year, but there's Gong Hai Fat Choi, which is another way of saying it in a roundabout way. But anyway, I want to talk to you about the use of foreign languages in your social media content going forwards. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. Anyway, first things first, who am I to tell you anything? whatsoever. <laughs> well, I'm Simon Scholes. I am the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. We're an award-winning visual marketing agency, and we help brands and businesses create content that makes them stand out on social media. But a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not every brand, not every business was necessarily in a position to spend money on having content created. But we all know that being consistent on the mobile phone with your social media, that kind of thing, is pretty important, especially for organic growth. Not necessarily if you're doing paid growth, but organic growth, consistency really is a big key to all of it. So I wanted to try and help as many people as possible create content for the brand, for the business, but for free or for at least as little cost as humanly possible. So I sat down and went through a process that I'd used myself, I'd used it with clients, I'd spoken about it on stage when I'd done keynote talks, and I turned it into a book and called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. And basically, it's a process of everything from planning your content through to podcasting and everything else that can go on in between as well. But the whole point is that I know we're all running businesses, we're all busy, we're all trying to stay alive at this current climate, and we all need as much time as possible. So it's to try and save some time by repurposing the content you've got, making it work harder for you so you don't have to work as hard on your marketing and you can concentrate what it is that you do delivering the value that you've got to give, where whatever that value might be, whether it's making something, selling something, selling a service, whatever it is. So that's what these lives are all about. That's what all my content is all about, is trying to help you start creating content for your brand, for your business, for free. My second favorite four-letter word in the world. So today we're going to talk about international language content, mainly because it is Chinese New Year, but this is something I've come across in the past. It's something I've spoken about in the past, and I think it's a really important thing for brands to take on board, especially those who are maybe selling something that might not necessarily work as well in their native country as they might do somewhere else. So I want to give you an example. Uh, of something that um, I was chatting about. So I was working with a client and they sold a product that actually, when they started to look at their analytics and where it was selling better and doing better, and it was an actual product that they sold, they found it was selling better in a country in the Far East. Sorry, not in the Far East, in the Middle East. And they were still producing content for their social media channels in English. And so I sat down and I had a conversation with them and said, look, if that product's selling really well there, then it's obviously you've obviously got a market there, but they know about your product. But what about if you spoke to them in their language? More people would learn about your products. 
and they would then appeal to a wider audience. Now, that doesn't mean you'd necessarily do it through your actual English channel. What you would probably do is start a foreign language social media set of channels that will work for them specifically. Now, their main channel of communication to these people was Instagram. So it was, well, start an Instagram account speaking to them in Arabic and create content specifically for them in Arabic. It doesn't mean you have to take more photographs or anything else like that. Just whatever you write, whatever you put over the top of your images, whatever you write in your content in the description, do it in Arabic so that it actually appeals to that audience. And so they started doing that and then saw a huge uplift in sales in that particular region. And I've seen a lot of different brands and people doing this themselves in the past. Gary Vaynerchuk is a prime example. He has foreign language accounts in lots of different areas, not just in, in Asia, not just in the Middle East, but in all sorts of different places because he understands not everybody speaks English. And especially in somewhere like China or Japan or uh, the, the, the Middle East, where English probably isn't even a second language, they know there's lots of different dialects that it's actually really worth and really powerful for them to be creating content that they're talking to that audience in. And it just helps them appeal to that audience a little bit more. Remember, we are always trying to, with our social media, remove a pain point, which their pain point is whatever your product does. But also the other pain point is, well, I don't understand what you're saying. Your product might be perfect for me, but I wouldn't know that because I don't understand. Whereas if you just remove that pain point, then it's a really great way of actually creating that emotional connection between you and them, helping them become part of your community, part of your brand, but in a completely different language. So when you come off the back end of this live broadcast, I want you to think about it. This isn't going to suit every single brand out there. This is not going to suit every single person listening to this or watching this live content. But if you sell a product that might actually do quite well in other countries, so you might be selling 70% of your product in the UK. Brilliant. But where's the other 30%? If it's 30% in one specific place or maybe 15% split in two different places, then maybe it's worth you thinking about creating content, talking to them in that language. And Ed has just asked a fantastic question, which is one thing I was just about to move into, is, is saying, is there a tool out there that does foreign subtitles? You've mentioned English subtitles, but can any of those help with translation of videos? And they can. So there is a fantastic app. I've talked about it many times. It is linked in the section below. It is an affiliate link which means I'll get a little bit of money back, which is great for me. And you get to save some money as well if you've never used them as a service. It's rev.com and they do translation services. They will do translations of captions if you want to, so you can have subtitles in a different language on your content, or they can help you with translations of transcripts and things like that so that you have a load of stuff already translated into a different language. Now, they don't do every language in the world, but they do do the more popular spoken languages. So the French is the Germans, the Spanish is the Arabics, the Mandarins, those kind of languages. So that's one great tool. There are obviously loads of translation services out there, but they might become a little bit more expensive than using something like Rev.com. It's not something I've necessarily looked at. Rev is generally the place I go to for this kind of thing, and it's where I direct people. But there are other companies out there who will do translation services. So if you're really adamant against going with Rev.com or really adamant against using my link to give me some money and save some cash, 
then have a look at what other services there are out there. But Ed's a prime example of where this could be quite a positive thing in the fact that actually Leeds United are liked in many different parts of the world. Asia probably being one area of the world where they're probably quite big and, and liked. So is it worth actually creating content to appeal to that audience? Even though his main content, his podcast, will be in English, is it worth creating content that will draw them into the podcast to either listen or potentially maybe even getting the podcast translated so the captions that come up are in a completely different language that they do understand? It's all worth thinking about it. So absolutely, uh, have a think. What will your brand do after this? Do you do you sit down and look at your analytics properly? Do you sit down and look at where you appeal the most across the world? What are your geographics? for your marketing, for your brand, and see what actually happens and go from there. Let's have a look at some of the stuff that's coming through. Um, here we go. So Ed is also asking, um, does video perform better than still images and text on social media, or does it at least perform better than Liverpool have been performing recently? Yes, Liverpool have been performing terribly. I will admit that. Um, as for video, it does depend on the platform. However, yes, basically, Pretty much every platform is pushing some format of video. Uh, Instagram, massively right now. If you are not using Reels on a daily basis on Instagram, you are already losing out. Get using them. Use the music from the Reels um, that are available on Instagram. Use their music. Uh, don't put too much text on it. Try and say what you've got to say with just a few little punctuations or bullet points or even actually you speaking. But yeah, video performs better pretty much everywhere, let's be honest. Moving pictures. They say a picture paints a thousand words. Well, a moving picture is going to paint a million, let's be honest. And um, So yeah, 100% video is a hugely, hugely powerful tool. If you're not already using video for your brand, for your business, you definitely need to be thinking about it. And I know I run a visual marketing agency, but it's just the way it is. Now, if you want to try and create content that is also going to remove an element of friction potentially for uh, people who are listening, then maybe you need to think about um, podcasting because a podcast is a great way of actually creating content for an audience that removes friction because friction is created by blogs. You have to sit down and read them. If it's an Instagram post, you have to sit and scroll through your phone and find the piece of content that you want to consume or consume lots of stuff before you get to where one piece can actually gives you value. You've got to sit down and, and watch a video like this. If I go live, you've got to have sat down now for the last 12 minutes and watch me blab on at you and talk bollocks and you maybe get very, very bored. But when it comes to a podcast, it's really easy for you to consume it because your phone can download it automatically. And then when you're sat in your car, your Bluetooth can connect and you can play your podcast or you could be cooking dinner and playing the podcast or driving the kids to school and playing the podcast or going for a run and listening to a podcast or mowing the lawn and listening to you can do a listening to a podcast pretty much anywhere not everywhere if you're trying to go to sleep it's not the best unless it's an ASMR one but if you're laid in the bath you can even listen to a podcast so a podcast removes pretty much all potential elements of friction so 100% the podcast is probably the most frictionless but the video is the one that will really help your brand and your business make people stop in their tracks on their social media and actually watch 
and potentially get some value from it and become a, a fan of your brand, a fan of your business and a part of your community. Okay, right. We're going to call it a day there. It's a short one today, I know, but it is Friday night and I've got a coffee to drink and uh, bath time to go and have and not my bath time little ones so i will say thank you very much for watching if you are brand new as always whatever platform you're watching on how about you uh, maybe watch with the share button pressed that would be nice share it with your audience you know get more people watching get more people listening get more people in the community get more questions asked that would be really cool uh, but until monday when i will be back again hit that subscribe button so you'd never miss out on when i'm going live Hit the not notification bell if you're watching on YouTube or on Facebook. And until Monday, stay safe and have a fantastic weekend and a really good Valentine's Day as well on Sunday. Whether you're single or attached, do something special. We're not getting a lot of special time at the moment, are we? Let's be honest. So do something nice for yourself, whatever that might be. And I'll see you on Monday. Have a good one. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.